What's up, you guys? It's April 18, 2022. I am Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful Wrestling, and this is your post-WWE Raw review, but we have plenty else to talk about. We've got Alexa Bliss news reported on FightfulSelect.com. Kushida gone from WWE. That also reported on FightfulSelect.com. But virtually everything that happened on this show was also reported on FightfulSelect.com. Go subscribe there. It's our exclusive service uh, with, with backstage news, all kinds of good stuff. But we're here right now, live and free. We got Denise Salcedo. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing good. And for like, you know, what's funny too, is that I just realized that normally you like your head to be like leveled with mine so you can look taller. I'm this time I look taller than you today. So I'm going to fight you, Denise. I'm going to fight you. Oh, so you were on the wrong mic, weren't you? I am going to just beat. You know, it's funny. Once we started the show, I was like, maybe he was on the wrong mic. Oh, my God. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, please. Before Apologies. we went on the air, I tapped the microphone. I said, Denise, am I on the right microphone? And then you, what did I say? I'm on, I think. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, next time, don't. Next time, why don't you do a simple thing called testing your audio here on StreamYard instead it of asking does not me? Ma- it does not matter. You can't hear your own audio. No, oh. there's levels. It shows you on there. Like, I the know levels. it doesn't matter. Sometimes well, it, it matters for me. Changes. It works for me. Sorry, Sean. Uh, Denise, I'm going to. I'm going to. Hmm. You're going to what, Sean? You're going to what? What are this you going to do? This is you. Soon. I can't even see. That's you. Oh, okay. Then. You're going to take out my eye? Yeah. Yeah. There well, you go. I already took something else out of yours, so I think whatever. What? What? You did <laughs> what? I gave you the low blow. Yeah? But yeah. I mean, come on. Look at my beautiful home. Yeah, well, look. with those 5 to $10 million that Fightful is apparently making a year, and here I am being screwed out of a good paycheck. You know, Sean, oh. we need to have a talk here. Man. Uh, by the way, guys, I assume that my mic is fixed now. It is um, fixed. Okay, great, great. Well, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Donate a Super Chat or a Humper Chat to get your question or statement read on the air. The benefit of Humper Chats over at HumperChats.com is that you can leave them before we go on the air as well, in case you don't watch live. Uh, Denise Salcedo will be right back here on Saturday talking about Impact Rebellion. But you know what? I've got an interview with the Good Brothers coming up this week. They're going to lightly talk about Rebellion, I think. I mean, technically. We got Baron Black on Fightful this week talking about uh, Battle Slam Vendetta. But I interviewed Rhea Ripley we posted that today because I knew I, I got lucky, Denise, because I slow release mine. You quick release yours. But I knew that my interview was going to be outdated if I waited after today. She's talking all this nice stuff about Liv Morgan. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to get that out on Monday. Sean, we've had this discussion a million times. We have. That's why I'm going to mute you. But anyway, check out my interview with Rhea Ripley. And how about this? Wednesday, I have the first interview with Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, since she uh, lost the AEW title. That is now up on Fightful Select Tier 2. All of our interviews are uh, up early access on Tier 2. Up early access for an interview that you shot like two. Muted. Graham says, adrenaline in my soul. Leave the thumbs up on this video. 
Chris Rain says, went to Squared Circle Expo this weekend. What an amazing event. Also made my debut on Ethan Page's vlog during it. I wish I could have went there. I If I would have realized it was this weekend, um, that I probably would have. And I will be at the next one. Sean Mutesta? What's Mutesta? What's Mutesta? I didn't put enough space. Mutes Pardon the. me. You didn't. Mutes the truth. You need to learn how to use your keyboard. Mutes the. Simric Punk <laughs> says a very up and down show. Surprised by how bad the new edge direction has been and thought the wedding was going to be far funnier than it was. Yeah, this was uh, not a great episode of WWE Raw, Denise. Let's just say that I so I'm doing this new thing now, Sean, where I'm not tweeting negative opinions or anything remotely <laughs> negative on social media because right. people kill me and want to like murder my murder me and rip off my head. Buddy. So I've decided that I'm going to be sharing my negative thoughts on the podcast and only my good thoughts on Twitter. So let's see how that goes. So I have plenty of thoughts today. Because I couldn't tweet any of them. People legitimately will murder you if you don't like don't, something. Not legitimately murder you. Okay, well, you get what I mean. Come on. Yeah. You see? There you go. You're trying to murder me over something that I didn't say correctly in your opinion. I mean, after the weekend that I had, Denise, I don't know if you saw my Twitter. Oh, I saw everybody coming after you. I saw uh, Vince <laughs> Russo coming after you. Eric Bischoff coming after you. Some other people that I don't know coming after you. Who wasn't coming after you, Sean? And like, I wasn't even laughing about the fact that it happened or anybody's religion. I was like, I was laughing about how ridiculous the set of circumstances were because I know there's no way they planned it like that. It was just something that ended up happening. I was like, that's wild. But it's Twitter and you didn't explain your, you didn't explain all of that on your tweet. So sure. the second I saw your tweet, I was like, oh, Sean's going to get it this today. <laughs> I mean, I knew people were going to react. First of all, when I saw the spa in AEW, I knew there were going to be people that were going to get upset about it. And when I saw your tweet, I knew people that were yeah. going to, you know, stretch the truth, right? Stretch the imagination. Sure. So you had a fun, eventful weekend on Twitter. Congratulations. I mean, my God, that was <laughs> Jesus was literally crucified and resurrected in a shorter amount of time than people spent complaining about that, that tweet. Like, yeah. think about that. The man came back and had Easter quicker than you all got over that tweet. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. So that's Unreal. what I'm telling you, that I'm saving my thoughts now. Probably a good idea. Uh, Humperchats.com gets your question or statement in. Uh, the, for the Force at Savage says, I had the step but step host bit pop into my recommended today. One of the best things I've ever witnessed. Yeah, guys, go over to uh, youtube.com slash Fightful Scraps, and you can uh, see a bunch of our great clips and all that good stuff. It's all good of them time. starring me. Thanks. There's, You know what? They do very good traffic when you're um, Yeah, I they know, do. Sean. I am fully aware of that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, we also reported today fightfulselect.com that Kushida is gone from WWE. Now I'm hearing conflicting things internally fightfulselect.com. Please support us for our outstanding exclusive coverage. Um, but I did confirm Kushida is gone from WWE. Now here's the thing. Johnny Ace told at least one person in the company that it was a budget cut. However, 
when I look at the dates in which he got to WWE and left, it was almost exactly three years. To me, that is not a, that can't be a coincidence. Uh, based on preliminary things that I'm hearing, it may have just been that his his deal was up, didn't get extended or anything like that. Uh, but Kushida, one of my favorite workers in the world, or I mean, at least his work before NXT was, I mean, not that his work was bad in NXT. It just was a different style. What are your thoughts here in this, Denise? Well, so from the sounds of it, you're not you're not convinced that he was released. Rather, his time, his, his contract was up, right? Yeah. I mean, but I'm working to find that out. Okay. Well, I mean, my initial thoughts on this were uh, I feel bad for Kushida in a way because I think he's one of those talents on uh, NXT. You know, during the black and gold era, we did get to see a lot of really good matches, you know, even saw him hold some gold. And I thought that, you know, for the most part, he did. He went out there and he had exciting matches with just about everybody that he went out there with, period. And then, you know, he kind of got stuck in the situation where we started to see the shift. Well, not started to see the shift, but we saw the transition from NXT to NXT 2.0. And then they put him in this like ridiculous, like, very stereotypical jacket time sort of deal which was just really hokey and just really like a it was sort of a slap in the face I think to the quality of work that Kushida could put out there in the ring and so now I'm wondering like you know once you figure out the rest of this I I do like I have my theories as to where I think like he'll go next if he does continue to pursue wrestling uh I could see him going to all Japan considering that you know Tajiri is there you know uh head of office and doing stuff there um so I could see that as a possibility but but in terms of, I'm not, I think this is, it, it is, it does suck that the NXT 2.0, he was one of the guys that I think got affected by that change. Shane Haas says, Raw needs Jesus. I, I don't want to do super chats or humper chats that make light or joke about religion or anything like that. Like that ain't, that ain't for me. That wasn't what I was doing with my tweet. I was laughing at the set of circumstances and the coincidences because I know that wasn't intended to happen like that. And I was like, I can't believe that happened on Good Friday. You know, it's funny. I was going to troll you, but then I was like, damn, Denise, read you, the room. People are going to take that seriously. So I decided no, not to. You didn't I decided want no part not of that to. Shit. Yeah, I saw it and I was going to put, Sean, I'm offended. <laughs> you know, like something like that. But then I was like, nah, people are going to take it the wrong way. And then I they're going to freaking, yeah. I didn't even look at the replies to that until like last night. And why'd you even look? You should have just not looked. I didn't. Oh, I didn't mean to. I was still getting a couple notifications about oh, it. And I would get yeah. the, the occasional, like the verified ones, like from Bischoff or Russo. And I like Eric. I get along with Eric really great. And I respect him. Vince is trying to get attention for his show. I mean, that's, that's what he's doing there. But uh, I would, I would never do something like that to intentionally try to offend somebody based on religion. That's weird because I don't care who, what, where you worship or what you do. I, I don't, I don't give a damn. Have fun with it. My friends, Daniel says, hello. Hope you are doing well. Got a dream internship today. Then fightful at night equals a good day. Well, thank you so much. And congratulations on your dream internship. Uh, Denise, you didn't tell me you hired an intern. What? Oh God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't laugh God. at your I didn't get your joke. I'm sorry. My apologies. And, and to clarify, somebody says Vince and SRS are buds. Vince and SRS have not talked in a long time. I reached out to him over the, the passing of some people close to him and that he worked with. Other than that, we have not spoken in years. So please, wow, please, please do not indicate like that, that we're me and 
old VR are good buddies that just we just don't talk. Oh, you're talking about that, Vince. Oh, I thought Vince you were talking Russo. about Vince McMahon. Sorry. No. That's no. why I said, oh, Vince ghosted you. Because no. I thought you were talking about Vince McMahon. Come on. No, I'm sorry. I, miss, I forgot we were on the Russo thing. Sorry. I forgot. I forgot. My bad. Yeah. Vince Russo likes me. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, he, used to, well, he used to like yeah. me. And then. He was nice to me when I worked with Aralucha. He said, I did good work. And I was like, yes. Well, that's sorry, good. Sorry, Sean. Can't all be that's Hollywood. Good. I'm, I'm sure that. when he realizes that he can get a couple clicks off of making fun of you, he'll do that too. Uh, Simray G Punk says, slightly odd question, but as a proud Welshman, do you think we're getting a Welsh-themed pay-per-view in Cardiff, or is it going to be a boring general UK vibe from WWE? Oh, I think it'll be a general UK vibe. They're going to act like their show is like encompassing the entire continent of Europe, I think. I don't know. Have no comment. <laughs> no comment. You don't want to offend anybody. No, I just don't know anything about the UK or Europe, so I feel like I shouldn't say anything about you it. Do a show with Wrestle Talk. <laughs> yeah, what exactly, and that's part of the whole thing. The only like British thing that I know is like Bridget Jones. You know all about Luke Owen, though. Like I said, Bridget Jones. How do you think? Like, will you do an impersonation of one of them, Luke or or Ollie? I don't think I can. My Why? my we've tried it and my accent doesn't like work well. Try it. Like I can't say anything like Britishy. Britishy. You know, like, Britishy. Yeah. It's my new word <laughs> that I just made up. British E. Like I could only say one thing. What are where are you? <laughs> Why are you British? <laughs> what? I can be like, hello, governor. Want to have oh, some tea? Oh, no. Want to have some tea and some biscuits? No. You see, like, I don't have a good, like, accent. I can't do any accents. I can do yours, though. <laughs> see, they tried to do mine on WrestleTalk. And it was, I it can do yours work. all the time. I do yours all the time. At home, all the time. I walk around talking like this. Like, yeah, I'm Sean Rossamp. How's it going, everybody? Come to the channel. Come support Fightful Select. <laughs> What, why do you sound like you're about to auction something off? Five for select. Five dollars a month. Ten dollars a month. Twelve dollars a month. Fifteen dollars a month. You make me sound like I'm from Louisiana. I'm Paywall Jesus. <laughs> I'm not from Louisiana. What are you doing? What you sound like? I do not. Yeah, what in is... person. In person, I can hear your accent a lot more, too. What? <laughs> What? Why are people pretending that's even it even is. remotely that's similar? In person, in person, you sounded like even your accent is stronger in person than it is on camera. <sighs> that was You're like I just got here. <laughs> I got a long. I had a long trip, and uh, 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 yeah, I lost my camera, and uh, I got this scoop from so and so called me and was like, blah blah blah. So, Denise, how's it going? I do not sound like that. That's oh exactly what you sound like. Yes. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. All right. Um, Jimmy Van's in the chat saying, and Denise didn't want to offend anyone. And then you do this. What? <laughs> you make fun of my voice all the time. The Cease twins, do they also sound like that? No, they're adorable. <laughs> bestie, bestie. It's like just echoes 
through your through your head. That's yeah, that's but I don't one. hear their accent like strong like yours. Oh, I do. I do. Uh, somebody says that's AJ Styles, not Sean. <laughs> <laughs> what the frick? What the frick, man? Juan Ortiz says, can we vote Denise out of the island after her impersonation of you? What? Oh, That's man. what you sound like. Just telling you the truth. Leo asks if there's any plans for Roman to have a match at Backlash. Don't even think he was in the preview for SmackDown on Friday. For some reason, people keep asking me, is Roman hurt? Is Roman taking time off? Roman wrestled Drew McIntyre twice this weekend. Like, he's still working. Like, he's not hurt. Nothing like that. Um, I don't. I haven't heard of a plan, but if they don't have him defend one of those two titles at Backlash, that'd be really, really weird. And we were all here worried about Brock Lesnar and well, him being champion and not going on the shows and defending the titles. Ryan Martin says, can you confirm your last tweet isn't about any pending releases? You got people in the comments speculating. Uh, guys, I don't fucking tease releases. What the hell? What how many times do I got to say that? I do not like do eyeball emojis for like releases and shit. What'd you My tweet? God, I said it's going to be a busy week at Fightful Select. My God, don't be weird. Uh, what's next for Rhea now that her and Liv have split? We'll answer that uh, as, as it happens. For uh, Just let me reiterate. I do not tease releases like that. That's brutal. I'm like, oh, yeah, here they come. The releases. Five dollars. Trying to do the Denise impersonation of me. Five dollars, no. please. Come on. <laughs> Give me that five dollars. Everybody, who got it? Five dollars. Ten dollars. Get your early access right now. That's what you sound like. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. KE775 says, do you think Triple H believed any of the things he said in his NXT interview? Because I don't. No, I don't think he does. I think he knows that it's not necessarily uh, a street. Well, okay, it's probably a streamlined method for Vince McMahon. But for the future of pro wrestling, probably not. What do you think about that, Denise? I think given that we're always seeing these changes, I, I feel like they might be high on that right now. And then like whenever they, you know, Time goes by, they might be high on something else. Uh, so I thought the the interview was interesting because it, I think it was like a very like corporate, you know, Triple H that we got in that and the, all the references to like football uh, and then the, the stuff about, you know, the competition and all of that. Uh, it was interesting to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it, now that he's back doing media, it's, there's some things I'm like, you can't believe that. There's no way you can really believe that. Well, we've got WWE Raw. We'll start off with Sasha and Naomi versus Liv and Rhea. I got to say, Sasha and Naomi have been making the most out of everything they get. Singles match, 10 minutes. Tag match, three or four minutes. They do the best that they can and make it as exciting as possible. I was all about uh, Rhea Ripley's riptide into the uh, barricade there. That ruled and Rhea ends up getting pinned here I don't know how I feel about that because they kept her really strong for a couple months to the point to where I was like oh she's next for Bianca now she blames it on Liv but if they 50-50 her and Liv I probably won't want to watch her go for the title but um 
how did you feel about this? Naomi and Sasha win. That's good. You keep them strong. Rhea ends up getting pinned and turns on Liv Morgan. We saw this coming. We saw this coming. I can tell you guys what's been speculated backstage as well, but your, your thoughts on the match. Well, my thoughts on the match was I actually did like the finish. Uh, I thought that it was a fun, a f I think it could have been a longer, more competitive match. I would have liked that, but I did like the finish, especially um, there was a moment where I forgot who was going for the pinfall and immediately we saw Sasha and Liv trying to break it up. And I really did like that sequence, like right before the actual finish. So that was good. And then um, I just, I wish... I wish the booking for all four women were was more interesting because when we had Liv Morgan defeat Sasha Banks, I thought it was actually going to mean something. And then it ended up just being like 50-50 booking for, you know, just in general. So for me, it kind of meant nothing. And so going into this tag team match, it didn't mean much to me unfortunately. And then with that being said, when Rhea Ripley uh, and Liv Morgan end up having this quarrel and, you know, they break up and they have their whole thing. I'm like, why? Like for me, I'm sorry, but I just feel like had they actually given them, you know, a decent amount of time as an, as yeah. an official tag team, they could have done so much more. You know, we're constantly talking about how tag teams are, you know, randomly put together, then broken up. And I don't like the fact that we just came off of this Rhea Nikki thing. And then she had her whole thing with Nikki. And now she went into this thing with Liv Morgan. And then we're essentially seeing the exact same thing unfold. And now with Liv Morgan. So for me, it's kind of like, well, what do I care I don't like I would have cared more if we would have actually seen uh, them last longer as a team and, you know, been a good team together because they're they they look cool together. Like, come on, like you imagine you package that up yeah. and market it really well. Like I can see like a bunch of, you know, people getting behind that. Not only that, I think the match itself should have been longer. Maximize the importance of this stuff that is on your show. If you are promoting, they promoted this for two or three weeks. Make it 10 to 15 minutes. Why not? It is a championship match on your live weekly show. I just don't understand why they minimize the importance of the things that are supposed to be important. Ultimately, what are we watching this for? People say wins and losses don't matter. It's about the story. Ultimately, the story is about uh, who wins, who loses, and who gets championships. Yeah, so for me, I this wasn't – I think it could have been better, like you said, more time, make it more of a competitive match, and it would have been – they could have trimmed some stuff that we'll talk about later on in the show. We've got um, – stop muting women, says WWE fans. Give us more Rhea and Liv. We love them, Vince. Split them up. I think there were plans for Rhea besides that anyway. Matt J. Hendricks says, get ready for five rematches of Liv and Rhea. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting here. Now, I expect the matches to be uh We're getting good. rematches with everybody. Yeah, oh, everybody. yeah. Rematches everybody. Rematches here, rematches there, rematches everywhere. Yeah, all the time. And it's it's very, oh, it's just very tedious. You know what I mean? Like, to watch the same thing over and over again. William Boardwick says the Sasha Banks title match only gets four minutes. Yeah, it should have absolutely uh, been better. It should have absolutely uh, been longer than that. And it's frustrating that it's not. Richie you know, I actually thought that I fast forwarded through some of the match because I was fast forwarding commercials and I rewinded because I thought I missed portion of the match. It wasn't there. Really? Yeah. Like 
you get me? Like I was, you know, fast forward and I thought I fast forwarded uh, yeah. too much, too much. And then I had to rewind and I was like, oh, well, that was, that was the match. <laughs> Cyclops says Nikki was right. And Denise was wrong about no, Rhea. No, no, actually I'm more right than ever. I know because you are. You because right, Sean, I we got you it. Are. I was so upset about this, by the way. The I, know. Fact, I was sitting at my dinner table thinking, I freaking had a whole 40 minute like argument with Sean about this shit. And I mean, here listen. I am sitting here seeing Rhea Ripley do the exact same thing. And here we are again. I'm sorry, but she was supposed to be the baby face last so, time. So, she was uh, no baby face on. whatsoever. Was Rhea right or wrong in this situation with Liv? No, I think she was wrong. But Nikki was right? I think Nikki was right last time and that Rhea gave up too quickly on her as a friend. I that think was the whole are. argument last time. Mm. Richie says, I think Liv was meant to break up the pin, but there was a miscommunication on the finish. Uh, they can always they can always get around that. I don't think so, but I'll, I'll find out. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra-low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra-low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Matt J. Hendricks says, as long as it's NXT UK heel, Rhea, I'm all for it. Well, I love the follow-up afterwards where... Rhea just barely said anything. She's like, I don't know you or anybody else an explanation. Sure. Uh, K775 says, do you think Raw will get any call-ups, women, tag? I think sporadically they will, but um, I, I, I've i said for probably like two years, it wouldn't shock me to just see Casey and Caden get brought up just randomly, just because why not? But, they're a good um, tag team. I would like to see them. Yeah, and... Up. But I mean, right now they're not using half the roster. They're not using Dewdrop or Alexa Bliss or uh, Shotzi, Zaya. Any number of people aren't getting used. Aaliyah. That is true. And like, I feel 
with, I feel like for certain talent, I feel like they might just not have, you know, any, like they feel like they've already done stuff with them. So they don't have any new ideas, but then there's other talent that they haven't done anything with that. Either they're just being like saved on the side or there's just no creative for them, which is, you know, odd. Nerdguru says when Becky returns, she should team with Alba Fire, a.k.a. Kaylee Ray, to challenge Sasha and Naomi. They don't have to win, but that'd be a killer match. After that, add Dewdrop to them for a faction. I think that Becky's going to stand alone, and she'll stand alone until there's like some four horsewomen thing to do. I don't want Becky in no faction. She's a one-woman person or one-man person. (laughs) Storm and Norm says Sasha and Naomi could be a banger after the eventual breakup. Of course, we'll see that match 20 times. That, I thought they were going to head towards that after WrestleMania. I thought Sasha or Naomi would take the pin. We'd get a turn from one or the other. I would love to see a heel Naomi down the line because we haven't really seen much of that. Uh, yeah, I think so too. But I just really want them to invest in the tag teams that they have right now. If they're going to be pairing up you know, girls at random, make it worth it. Matt J. Hendricks says, Raw will get Kaylee Ray. I mean, Alba Fry. Well, I mean, they're changing names. I don't have a problem with it at this point. Whatever. I, I couldn't I, I couldn't possibly be angry at them changing names. Now. I'm going to come into Raw next week and have a name change on here. You should. We want to own your, your name. Yeah, go ahead. Change my name. It. Okay, we will. Just put step host or something. Market that. There you go. There you go. Uh, Chris Pereira says Rhea and Liv were thrown together but got over organically. And with there being no tag teams left to challenge Sasha and Naomi, breaking them up made no sense. Could have gone through WrestleMania backlash at least. Or just combine those goddamn tag titles already, those women's tag titles. We we were saying months ago that, that making a new set was a bad idea anyway. Yeah, pretty much. I was going to say, is there even a list to name off of other women's tag teams that are there? Since last time you had like a long ass list for the men. I mean, for the men, there's the women, the men, there's a long list of women. I don't think there are any. I was going to say, who else is there? Carmella and Zelina split, right? Yeah. And they've been coming together as friends again. Have they? Are they friends again? They're friends again, right? I thought they split already. I thought they were friends again. Ryan says, do you think the plan is for Rhea to join Edge's faction? She was discussed for it. Uh, She was discussed for it. And Tommaso Ciampa, who was on main event tonight, we're both disgust for it. I don't know if they'll actually do it, though. Matt says he thought Katana Chance was going to be Io Shirai's name. It's going to be Casey. Don't worry. Well, we saw Veer come all over Jeff Brooks. Nathan says Veer really likes to come from behind, huh? Backshot after backshot after backshot. Change it up, man. It's getting boring. Well, he clutched the cervix of Jeff Brooks, Denise. Put him away with the cervical clutch. Uh, our friend Seahawk posted a really great tweet today, and I don't have it like offhand, but um, I thought it, it I couldn't have said it better. Veer is an a, a actual athlete, well-groomed, good-looking, big dude, and they've got him on there acting like he's from Land of the Lost. How can people relate to that? It's everybody... Okay, we're gonna we're gonna scream, we're gonna yell. He's got such a fascinating story behind him, such an interesting story behind him, and they're just like, nah, foreign guy's gonna yell a lot. Who do you think has better booking right now, Omaz or Veer? Omaz, by far. 
Really? Because I actually kind of felt like the last day, well, like today, I actually thought they made Veer look impressive with like him coming out here and like you said, coming from behind and all of that, whatever. Um, So him like basically taking this guy out and then afterwards you see him when Kevin Owens comes out, you see him being stretchered out and then even afterwards you still see the guy stretchered out. But like they were going an extra, you know, doing a little something extra to push Veer. I've been actually enjoying Veer more lately than I have Omaz. I mean, that's okay. Omos, by the way, uh, will be doing an arm wrestling match with Bobby Lashley, I believe. Yeah. I bet that does insane YouTube numbers. And I mean, that arm wrestling does like psychotic numbers on YouTube. Yeah, and it's had a bit of a resurgence lately. Um, I went to like an arm wrestling event. It was actually kind of fun. Not really. Yeah, it was like in the front row. I don't, I was just there. If anybody is on YouTube after this, look up X-Arm. Denise, I feel like if you were around when X-Arm was around, they would have had you working those shows. You would have been what? like... I would have been arm wrestling? No. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> you would have probably been doing ring announcing or commentary or something, and you would have probably been really good at it. It was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Oh, in my thanks. Life. I got to be on the dumbest shit you've ever seen. Thanks a listen, lot, Sean. Listen. Like, great encouragement. You'd I'm be telling great you. for the show. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You would be great at it. That is like such a you... backhanded compliment. No, no it's yeah, not. It is. You're like, you would be great at this show. It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Along <laughs> there. It would be. But I also think you'd be good at battle bots. And I don't think that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. I think you'd be a great, like, ring announcer for battle bots or uh any kind of that stuff so whatever's like dumb and quirky yeah thanks sean yeah absolutely anyway x arm was like arm wrestling but they were allowed to punch each other in the face and kick each other and they were taped together too it was horrible so and wait, it ruled at what point does it become like an actual fight if you're supposed to be so you but you have to hold the the arm the entire time right like i'm assuming you can't let go yeah, so they're taped together. They're like taped together. It, uh-huh. You've got to look it up. It's unreal. But like WWE arm wrestling stuff, uh, their arm wrestling playlist video has 76 million views. They had like another list with 6 million. Oh, you Stro- know they're doing this for TikTok too. Oh, That's going to yeah. do well on TikTok. Strowman versus Lashley, 147 million views. Cena versus Mark Henry, 131 million. Kane versus a guy at tribute to the troops, 20 million. Seamus Mark Henry, 6 million. They do absolutely batshit crazy numbers. Even Apollo Crews and Lashley did like 1.7, and that didn't get any buzz. Uh, Mark Henry and Rusev, 8.1 million. You know what you need to do now, right? What's that? You need to start a fightful arm wrestling yes. playlist on YouTube and just have everybody go up against everybody in some sort of tournament. That actually sounds really good. Yeah, of course. I have great ideas all the time. That's a good idea. Feel free to take my idea. Okay, I will. Or a Sandoval says $5 a month for fightful, not fighting. Sorry, spell check AF. It's okay. We love you. He said, my girls say I either pay attention to her or listen to you, Sean. There's a reason I pay $5 a month to fightful. And I don't pay her monthly. Good work. Savage. Damn. Gambeard says with Denise's impersonation of SRS, I was waiting to hear her try to sell some propane and propane accessories. 
You don't know King of the Hill, Denise? No, I don't watch that. Sorry. Oh. Bridget Hulette says, Sean, wanted to say sorry if I upset you. I saw you block me today. I feel terrible if I upset you. Well, Bridget, I'll say this. If I blocked you, you did something. I don't block people I by accident. I love Bridget. I mean, listen, I'll unblock her, but give her if another I block chance. You, I will, I'll give her another chance. Yeah, I mean, give that, her another all, chance. All it, all it takes is somebody asking, and I'll unblock them. This that's is it. why I'm the favorite here at Fightful. I don't just go around blocking people Listen, like some lunatic. If, if people, if to get blocked by me, you got to do something. If you ever see one of those people that like screenshot and they're like, SMS blocked me, go look at what they did and you'll find out why. No, what I actually get a lot of is when people like tag you stuff and they're mad at you and you ignore yeah. them, they then come to attack me. And I'm like, I have nothing to do with this. Like, why are you coming after me? Like, if they don't get attention from you, they then go to me. Here's the way that I look at it. It's just a button. And then I ignore them. Then they go back to you. Yeah. It's just a button. It's not that big of a deal. Like, I block people (laughs) all the time. But they had to do something. They don't, like, just get blocked just arbitrarily. If... One, if you say something homophobic or racist or transphobic or something like that, I'm going to block you regardless of who it's to. Or Sean-phobic. If you're Sean-phobic, if you're SRS-phobic, I'm probably going to block you. If you have like weird obsessions with certain people, I'm going to block you. And I'm not talking about Denise being a Taylor Swift fan here. No, but that did happen to me. I know what you mean by the obsession thing. That happened to me with somebody else, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. But I mean, I'll unblock you, Bridget. Did I tell you? Never mind. I'm not going to tell you. Good. Don't. Punk Rock Show says, hey, guys, currently struggling and hurting. You two have helped me get through today. I'm sincerely grateful for your existence and what you do. Well, we're glad that you're spending that time with us, and we're glad that we can help you out. Uh, we greatly appreciate you. Allie says, I get more satisfaction from the mute button. They don't, I, they don't know they're muted. Well, here's the thing. These people, like, terrorize my replies if I don't block them. And, you know, that's that's why I got to do that. Got to got to keep it clean. And oh, I hit that mute button like oh, I got a lot of people muted, too. Um, Josh Weaver says next week on Fightful, the debut of Sean's new co-host, Denise's younger sister, Daniela. No, uh, you'd probably give me like a super Mexican name, like super like hardcore, like 50 what? names in one. My God, that's uh, probably what of, you do. One of the bridesmaids in my my wedding's name is Daniela. Matthew Plus says, how is using million dollar arm not a trademark lawsuit? I just, they don't care. It's a move. That's it. That's it. Uh, And also, Punk Rock Show 84. If there's something you want us to spend a little more time on today's show, let us know. We'll we'll hit you up and make you feel a little bit better. What if he wants more Sean's accent? By God, we'll do it. Uh, Joel Wood says, listening to this show at work, and needless to say, listening to Sean's description of a Veer match out of context, is interesting discussion with my coworkers. Oh, listen, listen. He 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 makes sure he comes and he makes sure he clutches the cervix. He takes care of his opponent. Sonia Deville Bianca promo. I thought this worked out really well. Sonia up in the KOD screaming into the microphone. Still, that was originally my hope for our spot. Denise is that I would still have the microphone, and as you threw me over the top rope, I would like be screaming into the microphone. I love this approach. And then backstage, Bianca Belair got fined one dollar. 
I like this segment. I like the aftermath. Uh, Adam Pierce and Sonya play off of each other well. Bianca coming in and paying her her fine was really good. I thought this was a good way to progress this, and we get the match next week on Raw. It was all right, yeah. You know, it's fresh, it's new. I'm cool with that. I like that aspect of it. I, I did like the part where Sonya told her that uh, she wants to have the match in her hometown so she can embarrass her. I thought, okay, fine, cool, thumbs up. KE775 says, I assume there's a post-match beatdown for Bianca. I just hope they send the, the audience home happy in her hometown, honestly. I don't think that's going to happen. When does yeah, that ever happen? I know. Richie Nemo says, I understand the logic behind Bel Air and DeVille next week. It's frustrating that pay-per-views seem like an afterthought, though. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're getting, they got billion-dollar deals from, like, three different people, so you got to kind of spread it out. Um, but Raw doesn't feel like it gets these major matches. It feels like it gets throwaway stuff. I feel like you can completely keep up with WWE by just watching the pay-per-views. Yeah, you could, actually. Graham says, did Denise do a Louis Dangor impersonation? Hi yeah, guys. I don't know how to do Louis Dangor. <laughs> you do it. Let me see you do one. Hi guys. It's Louis Dangor here. <laughs> I can't even try that. <laughs> Storm and Norm says, "Unblock me, Sean. All I do is treat pics of tables or barbecue." Damn, Sean, that you're gonna make a bunch of money just listen, having people ask listen, you to unblock them. I, I, well, that that'd be nice too, but. Um, send a message to the Fightful Twitter account and Kyler will let me know. I don't run the that Twitter. Kyler has to do extra work because you're we blocking pay, everybody. We pay Kyler to I'm do that. I'm just saying, though, I mean, he could be using his time differently than just having to be pre-approving whether or not people should be blocked <laughs> or unblocked. No, no, that's use that's Kyler something. wisely is all I'm asking here. I use Kyler incredibly wisely. He gets raises all saying. the time. Think about, when his, think about what his fightful review would be. Boss made me unblock the people that he yeah. blocked. Listen. That was Kyler, my job. Can you imagine? Think about that. Kyler, review. Kyler actively sends me people to block as well. <laughs> Kyler damn, and I. Damn. Blasting Kyler out there like that. Kyler and I share blocking him. No. Kyler's that my is dude. Mean. Kyler is my dude. We hired. Well, I didn't him know with... that was an option. Had I known, I'm gonna start sending you people to block. Okay, go for Send it. If, if they first. do something terrible, I'll block them. Oh. Hey, what's that over there? Says what's the chance of Shayna going back to NXT 2.0? I mean, there's always a chance she does something there. Like Natalia's there, but she's still working on the main roster. I wouldn't hate that idea. By the way, I think Shayna could do some good stuff there. Uh, Cyclops says four more fines and Bianca can subscribe to Fightful. Do you think Alexa did today? Did what? Subscribe to Fightful. Did you see that? No, sorry. I missed uh, it. Wow. <laughs> what did I miss? It. Alexa and I talking about Fightful Select. Oh, I missed it. Was she a fan? Is she not a fan? I mean, she was a fan of my clip from my GCW clip. So that was nice. Oh, Cause, cool. Cause I posted that I was going to explain why she was off TV, which you can find at FightfulSelect.com. Uh -huh. She said, can't wait to hear what it is. And I quote tweeted it with, I'm going to need $5 right now. And she liked it. There you go. I'm hilarious. I'll tell you hilarious. Ezekiel, Kevin Owens, and Chad Gable. I loved this. This is the silliest, most stupid shit. 
and I love every single bit of it. All three of these men rule. Ezekiel says, who wants to speak with Zeke or who wants Zeke to speak? Whatever it is, it's awesome. Kevin Owens plays off of them so great, and he gets the smartest guy in WWE, the guy who graduated from Full Sail, which is amazing to me. <laughs> they are getting so much life out of this. Uh, Kevin flipping out when uh, when Gable gets him to lie just to, to test things out was great. But to me, what really made this segment is when they asked if his name was Ezekiel and Ezekiel like milks the crowd. Like he's looking around and he's looking like he's nervous and he's really selling it. It is the most like 1990s, like 1989 pro wrestling stuff. I adore all this. I think it's wonderful, Denise. I think this was probably one of the best segments of the night. And I want to give a lot of credit. Like all of the, all of the guys are good, right? Like Kevin Owens, personality makes it work. The Ezekiel thing, like we get it. It's stupid, but it's funny, stupid. But I want to give this like award. If I could give an award to somebody, I would give it to Chad Gable because I just think like, He's just funny as hell, man. Like, I feel like he doesn't even try that hard and it comes across as funny. Like, even just him wearing the glasses, I kind of want him to wear the glasses all the time now just because I thought, like, he looked like somebody's, like, tax attorney. Uh, so it was so funny because he was like, he's telling the truth. Like, he yes. was amazed by it. And, you know, so that was really funny. Uh, I actually really liked this. I thought this was a win of a segment uh, considering how – dumb the whole thing is it really really is dumb but this was actually pretty funny i thought this was amazing this was this was consistently entertaining kevin owens is the perfect person to have do this elias ezekiel thing but now here's the other thing though sean and i'll talk about this more later on but this is not the story though as funny as it was this is not the program that kevin owens should be in considering that he just had a freaking WrestleMania match with Stone Cold sure. Steve Austin. Huge step down. Still I think a funny that, segment. Yeah, I think he can just make it work. Um, Gable making sure to put one of the questions in, is Gable Stevenson a privileged douchebag? Like, that that was a good touch, too. Uh, hey, what's that over there? Says Gable can easily be this generation's Kurt Angle. Well, they had a match after this. It didn't amount to much, but... Ezekiel as a character, sign me up. I thought it was so stupid a couple weeks ago. I don't care. I love it. <laughs> He's looking to protect his identity, Denise. And sometimes, sometimes you got to go above and beyond to protect your identity. You know, like with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Maybe Ezekiel wants that threat protection. He's tired of Kevin Owens hitting him with annoying pop-up ads. He's tired of Kevin Owens trying to put malware on his computer and do the online tracking stuff. But fortunately now, Ezekiel can change his virtual location with just one click with the fastest VPN in the world, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Not only that, he's getting a great deal and an additional month free, but if that's not enough for you, Ezekiel can get his money back. Hot diggity dog. He, if, if he doesn't like nordvpn.com slash Fightful, he can get his money back? Wow! What a great deal. You know what? Lots of pay-per-views coming up. Impact, AEW, UFC. You know what? You can uh, subscribe to services in other countries and buy pay-per-views from other countries that are much cheaper, and it will effectively pay for your NordVPN subscription for you in the savings. Not just that. 
works on all your devices. All of them. Phone, computer, tablet, router, all that good stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Even if you don't use the best VPN in the world, the fastest VPN in the world, hit them up at NordVPN. Just say Fightful. They'll know what's up. Jam Beard says, Kushida is free. Why is Raw the absolutely worst hot garbage wrestling sports entertainment show on TV? I mean, some people like it, man. I don't consistently, but... Hmm. Lake says, never fun to hear about releases, but now we get the, the fun of dream booking Kushida matches. For me, it's Gresham versus Kushida that would send my technical wrestling heart a flutter. I mean, it immediately I'm like, I want Kyle O'Reilly and Kushida again. That match, that match just like reignited a fire of, of love for wrestling for me because holy cow, was that a good one. If you all haven't seen it, I think it's the best of the Super Junior uh, Finals. It's well worth you all going out of your way to see. But uh, Jonathan Gresham uh, faced Kushida, I want to say about four years ago in ROH. They've, they've had a few matches uh, against each other, and they teamed up a couple times as well. Amir says, check out X-Arm, Denise. It's ridiculous. It is. Watch. I'm going to get a freaking job freaking doing some sort of arm wrestling stuff. Watch. Mark it, my words. You will. You. I guarantee you. I'm going to look. You'll, watch. It's, arm wrestling is getting big again, too. Like I've got people hitting me up asking if we would cover arm wrestling. Like getting invited to I've arm wrestling arm shows. wrestling before. That's I've, why I was I mean, there at that one show. I just forgot yeah. what it was called. Well, it's it's uh it's definitely a big deal again. It's the one Justin Roberts was doing announcing oh, for okay, that yeah, one yeah, time yeah. in Hollywood. I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Nerguru says, "Give me montages of KO and Gable trying to find proof of Ezekiel's identity, like a birth certificate, dental records, or <laughs> something. That would be funny." I want to see that. I want to see going to his mom's house or something. Yeah. I want to see them like hire a private investigator and everything. Like give it to me. I don't care. Like I, I I want that. I need that. That's what she said. She also said she wanted a fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mag.com. Get the newest edition of Fightful Magazine. I don't have the overlay. I'm sure Jimmy's going to complain about that, but who gives a hoot? Hook is the cover athlete this month. We have an article on him. We have an article on Roman Reigns, uh, perhaps a new Mr. WrestleMania. We have one on Jade Cargill from Taylor Hendricks, Brock Lesnar as a babyface, Cody Rhodes, so much more retro gaming. Check it out, FightfulMag.com, digital and print available. Josh Weaver says, hope they're uh, working with Abyss on this because it feels reminiscent of his Joseph Park gimmick from TNA. I would say he, he's doing a little bit with it, but I don't think he is the assigned uh, producer on this. But I'll, I'll look, you'll find out on FightfulSelect.com this week. How about that? Well, yeah, since you teased, there's a lot going on in Fightful Select. There is. There is, but uh, not releases. Uh, Profits versus RK Bro. 
I got to note that there was a terrible Jerry Lawler joke here, but uh, quite honestly. Oh, it's the hip hop one about something about Easter. Oh, no. Yeah, he said, I think he said that the Street Profits listen to the same music as the Easter Bunny or something like that. Had to do with music, had to do with hip hop, and it had to do with the Easter Bunny. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's not verbatim, but it was somewhere along those lines. Well, we have seen this match uh, four or five times. It was good, just like those other four or five times. I am so over rematches. There's still more rematches. I know. We got no super chats about it. Because no one cares. Because no one cared. No one cared. And that's unfortunate because Street Profits and RK Bro, a lot of people should care about that. That should be... That should be something uh, worth paying attention to. Uh, but it's not, unfortunately. Austin Theory, well, just Theory and Balor, is also a rematch. It is not a bad match, though. I will say that much. This was actually probably one of their better matches that they've had. Uh, I thought it was actually pretty good. And I think we all knew. I mean, we probably wouldn't have wanted it, but we all knew that Theory was going to come out winning the U.S. title. My prayer circle for Finn Balor did not work. I'm sorry, Finn, but I think we all knew this was coming. Yeah, yeah. So the match was fine, as it usually is with these two, because we've seen it a bunch of times. Shane Haas says, any info on Balor's status? You hinted he may want to do uh, Bullet Club again. What do you have to leave for that? Yes, unless they put he, Cody, and AJ together. He would. What did you think of Vince McMahon coming out and then taking the selfie with Theory? So let's talk about that. The match we've seen before, Austin Theory wins. What I made of that, it that was a little more like, okay, that makes sense. Then the heel locker room empties out. Oh, yeah. Hoists him up like he's friggin' Lex Luger beating Hollywood Hogan on Nitro in 97. Like, he did it! He beat Finn Balor. He beat the guy that held this title for like two whole months. Wow, he did it. What? Why did he do that? Was there a reason? That was Because I felt dumb. I'm like, I watch Raw every week, and I don't know why they're doing this. (laughs) I thought I missed something. Yeah, I didn't understand this at all. I just thought, I really thought I missed something. I never liked, um, hmm. Ah, how can I put this? I've never liked necessarily the locker room emptying out to celebrate with somebody for a title win, unless it was somebody that you knew was beloved or the Luger Hogan thing made sense. Cause it was after a year of the NWO running rough shot on WCW Luger wins the title. They get their belt back. Then you do it. This didn't make any sense, but Vince comes out and Braun says, I feel that Vince genuinely cares enough about theory to give him a meaningful title reign. I expect this title reign to elevate him to the main event. Oh, I expect he'll eventually go to the main event after this, but I think he's going to be eating some pinfalls, Denise. I'm more, my brain goes more towards what exactly. And like, I just, okay. Like this is not, I don't want to take away anything away from, I don't want to take anything away from Austin theory or theory, but what exactly does Vince see that he's con- that he's given so much of his time to this specific performer 
versus all of these other performers that we've seen come through these doors of, of you know, of recent times. I, I don't get it. And I don't want to say like, it's not supposed to be like a shot or anything like that. It's just like, I don't get it. It's weird. So I want to take a look, by the way. Uh, Nerd Guru says this Raw seemed messy, got nothing to add, except I miss Becky on TV doing consistently great work. I need Finn Balor to get the hell out of that company. It's pathetic, absolute trash booking for him. Well, let's book in reverse. How about this? There was a little kid with a Finn Balor rules sign, and I thought, what has that little kid seen <laughs> as of late to have a Finn Balor rules sign? I felt so bad for that little kid. I'm like, what has he seen unless he's watching like past things? It was so- interesting, though. Since Finn Balor won the United States Championship less than two months ago, he had seven matches on Raw and SmackDown. And they were all with Austin Theory, or what? No, um, I don't remember. several of them were. Yeah, um, one, two, three, four, five of them were. Um, Who were yeah, the other five. two? Uh, Damian Priest and the, the Andre. Oh, okay. Since winning the U.S. title two months ago, he defended it tonight for the first time. He won one match via pinfall during that time. He beat Theory by DQ. He lost a priest. He beat Theory because, of course, you know, nobody can ever win. He didn't win the Battle Royal, and he lost two six-man tag matches. And let's not forget the way he won his match. He lost, excuse me. He lost his match against uh, Roman Reigns. Let's not forget how that happened. Right, literally right before this, like a couple months before. Yep. Just throwing that out there. Volob says, you say Luger from Nitro 97 feels more like Luger from SummerSlam 93. I mean, that's the point. It just didn't work. Hey, what's that over there? Says Kushida versus Jungle Boy. Oh, I would love that. Storm and Norm. <laughs> Definitely not blocked. Definitely didn't watch Raw, but glad Kushida got out. Hoping Ali gets free next. It, it seems just spiteful now that they're holding on to Ali, right? Like, and I, I, it makes I, me upset because other people have gotten out of their contracts in manners which you can argue are not professional. And Mustafa Ali went about it in probably the most professional manner that you can probably do. He should have probably not done it in a public way because I think that backfired on him. But it, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. I think that he's. I'm sorry, but I feel like he's getting screwed, man. MJ says maybe Vince told them to go out there. Well, I'm sure he did. That that okay, that's that's good. That's good. If like we get them backstage next week and they're like, I can't believe Vince told us to go out there and pretend that we like this guy. I think that would be really good. Like he's so unlikable. Vince is but it's Vince trying to shove him down our throat in storyline. You know what I mean? I was gonna say, so it's Vince's mom trying to get him some friends. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because I did sent- think that for a second that they might have been sent by Vince McMahon, but since nothing was said, I just thought, okay, well, never mind then. I think there could be a good storyline in Vince McMahon pushing somebody down our throats and like that him forcing play dates on people. You know what I mean? Like forcing Commander Aziz to go out there and be like, yeah, good job, Theory. Great work. Thumbs up. Jane Beard says, do you know who would have been able to help KO find Zeke's real identity? Brizongo would have been able to help do it. I, I wish they'd bring him in. Do it one, do a one-night thing. Why not? They're not signed anywhere. Bingo. The Edge promo and the AJ interview. Uh... What happened in the AJ interview again? I'm sorry, I'm blanking here. Exactly. 
What happened? I don't I don't know, Denise. Why don't you do an AJ Styles impersonation and guess what he said? <laughs> no. I'm not touching that. No way. No freaking way. I ain't about to not no. No, not Why? happening. Cause I, it's like one thing to make fun of you. I don't want to make fun of somebody else. That's just mean. I know bully. So AJ did an interview and he said, Tired of all these freaking vampires out here. We got Edge. Gangrel's gonna pop up next. Tired of this frick. And uh, Edge did mention the brood. And I think that was an I think that was kind of a little message to like Brody King, who had said that it was like great value house of black. But I mean, Edge can lay claim to the gothic thing. He did that stuff 24 years ago. Uh, so I don't have a problem with that. I just don't think it's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The attack, the two-on-one attack. Okay, sorry. Now I'm remembering what happened. Um. Okay, first of all, the Edge promo. Again, I, I first of all, I don't want to see Edge versus AJ Styles again. I wasn't too crazy about it the first time. I don't think I'll be too crazy about it this time. Uh, secondly, why do you have to turn out the lights when you're attacking a guy when it's two on one with or without lights on? It's going to be the exact same thing. Like if you're going to jump a guy two on one, you don't need to turn out the lights or rather flicker the lights. Sorry, that was my pet peeve on this. No, I think you're I think you're probably two right. On one attack. Uh, you know what? I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I'm definitely right. You are. Hey, what's that over there? It says it's mind-boggling how Vince has ruined the effortlessly cool aura of Damian Priest, and I hate the spooky light crap. This just isn't working for me. It really isn't. And hey, what's that over there? It says if Edge is going to be Judge Edge, Damian Priest should go back to being Punishment Martinez. Well, they they did kind of lean into that. He he called Damian Priest the Punishment in a promo recently, and I thought that was a really good nod to the Punishment Martinez name. And I I, just, I think they need to shorten these promos. Sorry. Hey, what's that over there? Says booking idea. Next time Raw or Raw is in Chicago, Ali pulls a Wardlow and straight batters theory <laughs> right in front of Vince. I think that would be a good story to play off of. Might Mustafa as well Ali. use them instead of just you know. But I don't think he yeah. will. It's I think it's a lot more complicated than that. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Um, Ben Talks Wrestling says, I'll up my Fightful Select subscription if you can tell me who the woman in the red dress standing behind Reggie during the commitment ceremony was. I'm getting a raise soon, so money's no object. Well, I'll see what I can find out, but this wedding, Denise, <laughs> I thought it was going to be a lot better than it was. Sean, this is the thing that I didn't want to tweet because I knew people were going to come at me, but this was the worst segment that i have so seen bad. on wrestling in recent times i need to let something out here sean and this is just me being completely honest i don't care if people in the youtube comments or in the chat get mad but jesus christ if my friends don't my, say that my friends oh sorry my <laughs> friends if my freaking non-wrestling friends watch this segment with me i would die of embarrassment sean i would die of humiliation because that shit is embarrassing i'm sorry but that's the stuff that makes me embarrassed to be a wrestling fan like if my non-wrestling friends watch this i would die because it's so embarrassing I, and I'm, I don't like care this. if anyone gets mad about that because this was the worst segment I have seen in a very long time. It wasn't even funny. I could do funny, stupid. I'm cool with that. I got yeah. a good sense of humor. This wasn't it. I'm sorry. I, love, I loved Ezekiel and Owens earlier in the night. It was funny exactly. and stupid. Uh, this, the I didn't even know what was happening. 
I was like, run with something. At least stick to something. And it, it was ultimately pointless because the title went to every person there. Um, I'll talk about the two things I did like about the segment. I liked uh, R-Truth sort of like leading the crowd on his own, doing his best to rein them in. I love that. And I liked Sasha and Naomi like helping Tamina because they were in Team Bad together. I thought that was a nice little touch. And I actually, I asked Naomi about it at WrestleMania uh, or yeah, WrestleMania weekend. She said she was excited to participate in this, which was really cool. But other than that, and those are two like little things. I thought this was just, ugh. This was, this was so bad. This was so bad. And here's the part that I don't know if I missed it, but remember when they were switching when Tamina, okay, so first Tamina grabs Reggie and I'm like, oh, so she in love with Reggie? And then they did the whole girl and girl guy thing. And then like, they were like, uh, then I thought, okay, is this what we're going with? Okay, fine. But this is what we already saw in the Bobby Lashley wedding. Okay. And then there was that comment by our truth that he made that is not, I don't know if it's like trending on Twitter. I don't know if people are, I'm sure people are talking about it on Twitter, but he said something that kind of came across like, Ooh, you know, did you catch that? You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. yeah PG yeah. line where he, where he said he like, questioned- is this even PG because of the, you know, yeah, yeah, so that I didn't like come that. across too like too. I don't like think they thought that through, or so. I I don't know. I don't know if that was scripted, not scripted. Supposed to be I funny. Be, I have no I'd idea. I'd be shocked if that was scripted. I'd be right. That's what I'm that saying. So yeah. it just came across really bad. Like on top of you already have the like sh- like okay, at least make sense of this. Like I don't care what you guys do as long as it makes sense. This did not make sense. And then, but here's the part where they went back together, like how they were supposed to be. Who who did that? Was it Tamina? Because I missed that part. What do you mean? Because you know how first they okay, first Tamina grabbed Reggie, then she went with Dana, and then afterwards they ended up back in the regular couples. Yeah. Um how did they end up back again in the regular couples? That's what I I'm can't asking, I like, can't be arsed to care, Denise. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was important to me because I'm like, wait, what happened? What was the purpose? What I'm asking is what was the purpose of like Samina objecting and then going to the next person and to the next person. That's what I was confused about. Why'd she do that? Well, regardless, the 24-7 title went through all those people and this was rendered completely pointless. I just don't get why she objected. (laughs) (laughs) I'm legitimately asking, why'd she object? Who cares? I don't anymore. These are minutes of my life I'm never going to get back. Tamina started and finished it. Why? Exactly. Here's my question. Why? It doesn't make sense. Exactly. If, okay, if they, if they would have done, like, let's say she switched, right? And all of a sudden, oh, she wants to get married with Reggie. I'd be like, all right, well, whatever. At least yeah. we get it. Or whatever she was going to do, at least make it make sense. Why were you doing the whole switcheroo? This was somebody terrible. Said, somebody said, thing. what happened, Sean? I thought you loved these segments. Well, this one sucked, so I didn't like it. Jam Beard says... Index wedding was fun. This wedding was terrible. Glad I didn't watch it live. That one was a lot of fun. Um, this one was just pointless. This Joel- was, They could have trimmed this down too and given more time to that women's tag team yes. match um, because we didn't need all of this. And then the crowd was like, you know, just kind of like shitting on it, but not in such an aggressive way, but in a way where they were just like, I mean, if they would have had a beach ball, that beach ball would have been thrown. They, I'm oh, surprised yeah. nobody started the wave. Hey, what's that over there? It says, do you think that creative would break up Naomi and Sasha when Bailey comes back or have Bailey create create doubt in their team? Oh, I would love like Bailey just stirring shit between those two. 
just like stirring the pot. I think that'd be really, really great. Uh, I miss Bailey so, so much. Guys, reminder, leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your Super Chats and Humper Chats in. We are heading down the home stretch. And please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I got a whole mess of news for you guys this week. Joel Wood says, be honest, in your opinion, does Ali ever step in a WWE ring again? I don't think so. I think it might be a sense of, like, pride now. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. I I just feel like... Putting yourself in that situation, like based on what we've known, based on what uh, pay up, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna call you PayPal Jesus. Hey, <laughs> hit me up on PayPal, Sean Ross Sapp at gmail.com. I can be PayPal Jesus. I forgot. <laughs> Send me money on PayPal. I everybody. was like, pay, pay something, PayPal. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, whatever PayPal Jesus reported or paywall Jesus. Uh, continue on. I don't even know what I'm saying no more. Man, I had people telling me I was blasphemous last week. I was like, I got introduced as Paywall Jesus on pay-per-view like two weeks ago, guys. Why were they saying that? Oh, that tweet! Why were people more mad at you than Adam Page? Well, I don't think they, I, again. Shouldn't they be more mad about the I don't. I don't think they should be mad about anything because I think it was I mean, just, I know that. I don't think they think should be was, mad either, but I'm saying I, if you're going to be mad. Shouldn't you be more mad at the person because who did I it? put LMAO on there? That's why. I well, how dare about you it. put LMAO? You just insult. <laughs> I mean, I I just don't think it was intentional. I I was laughing oh. at how ridiculous the series of circumstances were because I was like, really, that happened on this day? My God. I was thinking more of like I made a Coachella joke actually because I had just seen an article about the top crowns that were being shown for Coachella because like a. It's like a fat, there's like, you know, the girls get all dressed up in the guys and it's a fashion thing. Yeah, of course. So I made a joke about that. But anyways. Guys, check out some of our interviews over the last several days. Juice Robinson, who tells us about his decision to leave New Japan. Nyla Rose, who talked about Battle of the Belts with the Grab City guys. Speedball Mike Bailey, who's going to be wrestling at uh, this weekend's Impact Rebellion. Also, uh, Rhea Ripley this afternoon. Uh, check that out and also last week adam cole uh, ahead of his world title match uh, we've got dr Britt baker dmd coming this week make sure you guys check that out as well again all of our interviews are up early for tier two subscribers of select rob wilkins says the person in the red dress was katie arquette there you go hey what's that over there says like bailey bringing up all the time sasha had turned on her or bringing up the fact that Sasha was the reason that Team Bad broke up. Yeah, but I mean, Bailey did the turning the last go around, didn't she? So, I mean, I don't know if that works, but Bailey just showing up to stir shit certainly works. And I can't wait till she's back. Miss her a ton. LMAO. LMAO. Richie <laughs> says. You need to make a shirt of that, LMAO. I'm behind on shirts. I See, I can't even post on Twitter. Oh, I need to make new designs because you get 600 DMs from people. I am a graphic designer. Please hire me to do work. We yeah. got our own team. I'll just make Kyler do that. Poor Kyler. Kyler, make a shirt. Poor, poor guy. He's, He's just great. working round the clock. He's great. He's great. We got him in the Fightful Sweatshop. Uh, Richie says... <laughs> 
the quality of this made Lana Wedding seem like the Festival of Friendship. Dude, oh, man. this made me appreciate the Lana Wedding. Like, that shit was terrible as hell. And even that was better than this. I never well, we got, thought I'd say those words. We have the Cody Seth promo that kicked off Monday Night Raw. Uh, they are getting their money's worth out of Cody. He was working a dark match on SmackDown last week. You got the promo here, and I liked the 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 basis of the promo is Seth saying we're having this match because I didn't get an opportune chance to prepare and how about I put you in my shoes and tonight I pick somebody to face you that you don't know and Cody as a babyface should says yeah I'll do it I'll pay you that same respect I thought the promo was pretty solid but it was just it was this sandwiched a whole big nothing burger of a raw. Like if you only saw Rhea Ripley's turn, you really didn't miss anything on this episode. Okay. Austin theory winning the U S title. So, I mean, I guess a couple things on a three hour episode of raw, you wouldn't have missed a whole lot. But what'd you think of the opening promo? Um, I thought it could have been shortened for sure. I think they could have gotten straight to the point of, Hey, cause I did like the whole thing about you're going to wrestle somebody that, you uh you know don't know who it is right okay cool i like that i like that whole you know putting that in there i thought that was good but i did think that they could have gotten straight to the point about this it was a little too long and here's my i have more thoughts on this but i I need to they need to be included with the main event so hey what's that over there says i'm so worried cody's gonna lose to seth and christopher says the ending felt rush seth calling kevin a fat ass was so unexpected I did not think that was going to happen. But um, Cody puts uh, puts on a good match with Kevin. But it ends in a count out because Kevin's just like sick of this shit. He's got his own stuff to worry about. He's got a crime to like solve here. Not even a crime. He's got a disappearance to solve here. And he just leaves. It was a pretty anticlimactic ending. I mean, we see dissension with Seth and Kevin Owens but we barely see them together anymore anyway. It seemed just like a formality at this point. I thought this was a really underwhelming thing. Uh, Do you share any of the same concerns about Cody losing to Seth? No, my concerns are totally different. All right, so I... (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Here's all this other shit I'm worried about. Here's what I'm upset about, right? So sit down for a second. My whole thing is... We should not be seeing Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins once again. I'm sorry, but we should not be seeing this match again at WrestleMania Backlash. I legitimately think that they should have moved. If you want to, Cody Rhodes is supposed to be presented as this, you know, be supposed to be this big star, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, the crowd reaction hasn't always been there. So with that being said, you need to, you, you're going to be pushing this guy as a top star. You're going to want to give him everything you possibly can to make him into a top star. We don't want to see him in a rematch immediately coming into WWE. My whole thing was, okay, after this thing with this match with Seth Rollins and, you know, they shook hands the following night on Raw. Okay, move the guy on to something else. My original thought was they should have moved him on to Kevin Owens, who was the guy that was coming off of this hot match um, with Stone Cold Steve Austin 
at WrestleMania. I would have liked to see Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens worked into a program for WrestleMania Backlash. They could always circle back to Seth Rollins down the line. Uh, hell, if they would have done it opposite, right? Like, let's say this would have been done opposite. Kevin Owens would have been in Seth Rollins' shoes and Seth Rollins would have been the guy coming in to wrestle him on Raw today. I think that would have made more sense, at least pushing Kevin Owens and the story with uh, Cody Rhodes. And then when they announced Kevin Owens here today, I'm thinking like, shit, this is a match that I thought could have been a legitimate pay-per-view match, not a throwaway match on Monday Night Raw, because this yeah. is the thing that we all know, Sean, WWE doesn't have enough of these marquee matches. I think that Kevin Owens, Cody Rhodes with the right program would have been a marquee match for a WrestleMania, not a throwaway match on Monday Night Raw that ends in a freaking count out because you know why Kevin Owens is feuding with goddamn Ezekiel slash Elias. So for me, I'm like, nah, this could have been reworked, rewired a little bit differently to make it a better program, get more people over and keep the product fresh. So for me, I've kind of gone into this point where I'm like, I don't really want to see Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes again at WrestleMania Backlash. I just don't want to see rematches so close together with one another. And that's the thing when you've gotten so many rematches that even if a match is good, because we get so many rematches, you're like, That's I need more time spaced out between them. One of the things that attracts me to a lot of pay-per-views is first-time matches. The first time I've seen two people wrestle each other, touch each other, hit each other, win, lose against each other. But a lot of times in WWE, it's like the fifth or sixth time. And now it's like, okay, well, what'd you do? You just showed me that I, I kind of wasted my time. If there was some like major story at play with Kevin Owens, it's like, had this been a couple months ago, it probably would have been a little more impactful because Kevin and Seth were still hanging out all the time now. I mean, it, it would have been more impactful if this happened between Kevin and Gable at this point, because at least they, they're friendly on screen on a consistent basis. Hey, what's that over there says, I think they're going to have Kevin cost Seth. I don't. I think Kevin is firmly entrenched in a program with Ezekiel. Heavenly Moon says, Cody has been going back on making absolutes and regrets it. Do you think he'll eventually go back on his one of his biggest absolutes, never turning heel? Yes, I think he'll turn heel eventually if WWE wants him to. Different, different place, different circumstances. Um, I think that he has realized never say never in pro wrestling. And I think that's probably smart. Hey, what's that over there says also need to see Naomi and Sasha versus Ronda and Shayna for the women's tag titles. I'd love to see Ronda in a tag team with Shayna. I think that would make a lot of sense. I guess technically Natalia and Shayna are together as a team, Denise. That's all we got. Yep, pretty much. That's all we got. They're hanging out backstage bitching about Raquel Rodriguez on SmackDown. So there we go. Uh, Denise, you will be here Saturday for Impact Rebellion. And you it's scared me. You were like, Denise. And I was like, what? It's a hell of a show Saturday. Like that yeah. lineup is really, really good. And I like it. We've always got a good crowd uh, for Impact Rebellion. I'm going to be at the Under Siege show in a few weeks as well. But I mean, listen to this card. Jo uh, Jonathan Gresham against Eddie Edwards. Moose, Josh Alexander. Trey Miguel, Ace Austin. Mike Bailey for the Impact title or the Impact X Division title. Tasha versus uh, Rosemary for the Knockouts title. Deanna versus Taya for the Reina de Reina's championship. Uh, Jonah versus Ishii. Then an eight-team elimination challenge, but the match I'm most looking forward to. Chris Sabin, Jay White, Steve Macklin. 
holy crap. Like, I know that a lot of you probably, if you don't watch Impact, you're like, Steve Macklin, the former Steve Cutler, has had an incredible run in Impact Wrestling. He's like if you took Rhino in his prime and you plopped him down in the X Division, and we're like, hey, here you go, balls to the wall. In there with Switchblade and Saban. I can't wait for that. Uh, you're doing that, but you got a lot of other stuff going on, Denise. Yeah, I do. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Twitter.com slash Denise Salcedo. No, blowing up. Denise Salcedo. Huh? Your YouTube's blowing up, Denise. I'm trying. I'm trying to get it to blow up. It needs to blow up just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Go support Denise, guys. Support FightfulSelect.com. We had uh, the news that Kevin Owens would be the surprise opponent Tonight on Fightful Select, we broke the news of Kushida leaving WWE on Fightful Select. We got news on why Alexa Bliss was off TV, and it was not her wedding on Fightful Select. And, uh, you know, there are some days I'm like, oh, my God, will I ever get another story again? And then today happens, and I get enough to last like two or three weeks. I'm just saying, got a lot of news today that will be coming out. We'll have those early notes on the Britt Baker interview. She talks about Cody Rhodes at length. Uh, so uh, that's worth checking out as well. MJ Johnson says, I miss when Triple H and Stone Cold couldn't touch each other till the pay-per-view. That should happen more often, I think. I think it should. I agree. Now, there was also a lot in that era where they would do similar to this. They would do a lot of tags, et cetera, et cetera. But guys, thank you all so much. For the support. Until next time, guys. Oh, wait. We got one more. Sheldon Jackson says, Will Gresham be clear to compete against Edwards and are there any backup plans if he can't? I'm sure they'll they'll have somebody fill in. Uh, Gresham sustained a concussion this past weekend at Battle of the Belts. He was not cleared um, for competition at Progress. Uh, don't know yet. I'll try to find out, but we'll find out then. I'm sure they'll have a backup plan. Yes, Pat McAfee shouted me out today, Denise. Look what did that. he say? Look at that. He called me the Ian Rappaport of pro wrestling journalists. Where? On his show or on Twitter? It was on his show. Um, do you know who Ian Rappaport is? Yeah, I do. Okay, he was off of there and they said who... I guess they asked who the Ian Rappaport of wrestling would be and he mentioned me. I feel like he mentioned somebody else that was far less important than me, far less famous than me, but it doesn't matter. He mentioned me, and that's what's important. How does that make you feel, Sean? Like it justifies that people should all give me $5. And why should they give you $5? Some paywall Jesus, Denise. Can you keep talking for another like till 120? Because I yeah. get my bonus at 120. Yeah, you know what? We're going to hang around here for 50 more seconds so Denise gets her bonus. Yeah. How about why that? Why do you think I was asking you questions? I was trying to listen, keep the clock running. listen. Listen, I sign in the checks, Denise. I get a bonus at one twenty. At, at an hour twenty in, Denise gets a bonus. So here yeah. we are. Look, just like a diva, says pile driver finisher. Hey yeah. man, my twenty minutes are precious. Okay, I could they be are. doing something else. All right, so. and I even moved that up from ninety minutes. She used to get it at ninety minutes, but I was like, yeah. you know what? I think eighty is fair because. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to have you work 20 minutes off the clock. You know what I mean? Oh, great. Now I got Louise in the, in the thing saying, wait, do I get a bonus too? I should probably visit that, shouldn't I? All right. And my time is up. We're out. <laughs> 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.